Parema production. Distinguished guests, Mr. and Mrs. President, members of the audience, the decomposing body of Ethel Mormon, welcome to the special Kung Fu edition of Fritz Junkers, Ordinary Iowa. Tonight on the menu, Bill Boone, a man that is certified in something. Dr. Hector Avalos and his miracle Hanzo jelly. Also, a recap of Fritz's brutal beating on the last show, Story Corner, more of my thoughts on the toilet, Dwayne Sharp from Slyco, Walter Kurtz and Calypso Now, and mondo amounts of exciting kung fu action, as always, in stunning wolf sound. So sit back, relax, rehydrate, we don't care. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the hardest working man in Iowa State show business, good guy, Fritz Junker. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're really too kind. Uh, lovely, lovely studio audience as always. And, and not a single face that I've seen before. It's always good to see. Um, well, uh, greetings to all the uh, deadheads out there tuning in by mistake to our show this evening. Of course, uh, the Burley Bear Network here at STV9 is airing uh, their lovely rendition of uh, the long, strange trip continues or something like that, I don't know. So uh, but I, know, I know you're all confused, but just hang in there. It's a, it's a, it's a decent show, I, right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, the, the Ordinary Iowa extension of the Great Hookah is right outside of Exhibit Hall. Um, it's, you know, you can't miss it. It's a big tube, nine foot long or so on the, coming out of the wall, it says Ordinary Iowa right on it. It's, it's beautiful. Um, let's see, uh, what else is going on around here, uh, Jamie? Let's see, I don't know. What? Oh, oh, go ahead. We're, we're, we're through. We're through with that. Well, with that one, you can turn the page. Okay, this, the secret's out. The secret's out. Is this the right camera? We're using cue cards. I'm sorry. Um, oh, this one now. This is insane, the things I go through. Uh, anyway, no, I'm supposed to look at it. Okay, well, how about those uh, nutty cloned monkeys, everybody? Um, yeah, that's right. I'm sure you've heard of them. They're cloned monkeys, and they look similar or something. Um, also, if you didn't know, they, uh, they were talking about uh, the other things they cloned before. They cloned a lamb, named it Dolly or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I don't know if the, even if the monkey's named Dolly. I really don't care. Um, but I hear from a source that the next animal is a llama. Now, you can draw your own conclusions, but Dolly Llama? 
Is he coming back? Is he? No, no that's right. Sorry. I'm sorry. That, that, was, that was Dave's joke. I had nothing to do with that. Um, well, maybe you've also heard uh, the GSB uh, recently uh, cut some of STV9's funding, about a third of our budget. Um, and of, of course, ooh, yeah, that's bad. Um, we'll pretty much go under real fast. And uh, the first show that's going to go under is going to be this one. Um, because they think we're, we're insane. Actually, I have a quote here from the, uh, where did I put that? The STV9 management. Um, they are, speaking of the show, of course, they are insane. They are insane. My God, they are insane. Um, so, that's right. Thank you. No, no, that's not done. Um, uh, they, they said that, that the insane, however, still can hold bake sales. So we're going to be holding a uh, bake sale probably somewhere on Central Campus. And I have a list of some of the items. We're going to have uh, a duck, uh, my mom, Martin Jischke, uh Twinkies, and really big glasses of water. So uh, look for that on campus. I'm sure that'll be exciting. Oh, and um, well, speaking of uh, Ordinary Iowa, our, our website, which some of you may have discovered, maybe it doesn't work yet, but we thought it would. But it will be soon. Um, anyway. Regarding to websites and interactiveness, you can still send hate mail. You can still send bombs to the show. Um, send those to Pete the Sound Guy. Uh, there's no problem. And, and also, we do accept verbal abuse uh, over the phone lines at 238-HATE. That's right, 238-HATE. So uh, look for that, uh, too. So today on the show, uh, lovely, lovely, we're going to do a beating recap of the last show. Uh, of course, yes, everybody saw that. The thoughts on the toilet. Uh, I'm going to wander up here now. Uh, let's see, we're going to have a story corner, which is a new, oh my gosh, there's a hole in the stage. Um, and uh, sharp toes here and, and lots of exciting kung fu action. Uh, so let's get the show started, shall we? Oh. So anyway, we're going to go straight to the uh, recap of the beating on the last show. Uh, let's take that now. Hello, Russ with Ordinary Iowa. I'd like to show you a little shot of my ring there. This is the one that smacked this man in the mouth. If you'll notice, I'm coming over the desk, and I rear back to hit him, miss, then I hit him. That went wrong. Let's look at it again. Okay, I jump over the desk. Okay, it looks good. I try it again. Okay, boom, I hit him. Then I start thinking, hmm, this is where it's gonna hurt. Okay, I rear back, I try, nail him, nail him, nail him, nail him, nail him, nail him. That's how you do it, because Fritz is not much of a man. Let's look at it there. There, okay, coming over. Okay, my arms rear back, miss. Then I nail him. Had to hurt. I'm sure that hurt a lot, because I got a lot of strength in these arms. Let's look at this here. This would be the blood on his mouth. Hmm, little boy's got some blood. Look at it. Oh, maybe you should get something. Oh, I'm Fritz Junker, and ordinary Iowa is for me. I got blood. Oh, I better wipe it off. <laughs> wipe it off. <laughs> Gotta wipe it off. Oh, let me do it again. Oh, somebody kiss me. And oh, it hurts. <laughs> I'm a big German. <laughs> okay, now let's look at this all. Let's, uh, let's try out Ooh, the interactive let's hear him. Again. Maybe we can so hear that little shot. Oh, he knows not to mess it. with me. It's time okay. for another let's take a look here. Iowa the choices for the inter interactive Iowa like were to see a piercing, a, a tattooing, like a piercing. or a beaten. And we all know that the best like choice is to give the beaten. 
see, Fritz. I would like to see Fritz beaten again. So let's Please press the button and make your selection. It takes a while for him to tally it up because, you know, it's a big computer. But Fritz, you're not going to like I had this. a lot of strength in my hands to hit him. So let's look. Hmm. Oh, Fritz gee, is that's a there. shame. What a weenie. Like that, hmm. yeah. Here comes me. Oh, oh, listen. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Boom. Boom. Right there's how it's done. This is Russ with Ordinary Iowa with a Ordinary Iowa beaten. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Come for vengeance. <laughs> ah, foolish mortal, what makes you think you can withstand my punishment again? I have been trained in the ancient art of spam warfare. Prepare to meet your doom. The rivers will run red with the blood of your nose. than a little girl. You'll find that I'm full of surprises. I am now trained with Kung Fu, as well as Stir Fry. <laughs> that man was no more than a mere buzzing fly to me. I could go for a beverage right now. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes you just got to take care of business. Well, uh, we're going to go to a break and we're going to see commercials and uh, stuff like that. But uh, we'll be back very soon with uh, more exciting Ordinary Iowa stuff. Thank you. Come back. children succeed, but setting easy goals for our kids creates the toughest obstacle they'll ever face, because succeeding in the real world isn't easy. Help the effort to raise standards in America's public schools. Here it comes. The old tax booklet. Let's get busy. I'm ready. You got chewed up last year. Here's a new twist. He's going to file his taxes by phone. What? No forms to mail? I hate this. We're finished. Wait a minute. Here we go! Station Woody! Telefile from the IRS. Watch for your booklet in the mail. It's free, it's fast, it works. Good point. There's always the crossword puzzle. Oh, hello, hello. Welcome back to the lovely, lovely... Ooh, nice. Uh, to the Kung Fu show. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, it's about 7.82, and uh, I guess that means it's time to bring out our first guest for the evening, 
Um, if we could do that now, I think that'd be great. So. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please show your love for Bill Boone? It's an honor. It's well, an honor, Mr. Boone. An honor to uh, be welcome here. back to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show, because you were here before, you know. Hey, now, is it obvious that my chair is much shorter than Mr. Boone's? <laughs> is, it, is this obvious to the audience? Yeah. Look at this piece of crap. Look at this. This is junk. Uh, we have no funding, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just taller from the shoulders it's, up. It's the funding cuts. We, the chairs go first, I guess. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, Mr. Boone, um, you were on the show before. I don't know if anyone knows that. Uh, but maybe, maybe right now we will uh, show them what, how and why you were on the show uh, in, in this wonderful arm wrestling championship, which, of course, you won. So if we could take uh, to uh, that video now of Mr. Boone. So uh, yes, that was that was Bill Boone in I believe show uh, 87, I think. Um, so um, ooh, lots of neat stuff. Props, props. props. Um, well, what do you do here at the university, first of all? Well, I sometimes have been accused of teaching, but oh, I only don't do that. Do that on the side. Yeah. I um, I do teach in landscape architecture, and I also teach or try to teach creativity here on campus. I can hey. hear it now. That's creativity flowing through the building. It's in the building. I can feel it, yes. OK, so this creativity class I've heard is design uh, 129. Nine. 129. 129. OK. Um, it's sort of introduction to failure. Introduction to failure? Mm -hmm. OK. Well, speaking of failure and, and students and all, I've, I've just heard rumor. Whoa! <laughs> I've heard rumor from uh, some, some various students that uh, you're insane. I'm now, I, I don't know if I can verify this or if you can even, but this is, this is the word that's out there. Not that that's a bad thing, because you, know, you heard the quotes from the management of STV9. Mm -hmm. They're insane, my god, they're <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Uh, how, do you, how do you respond to such a, such a claim? Well, I, I take it as a high compliment, actually. Uh, it's something I've been shooting for for years. Yeah. And uh, I think I finally made it, so um, we're getting there. Welcome aboard. Yes. <laughs> on, on the train to... Probably my grandma's house, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what is this stuff on the desk anyway? Well, this is sort of a, a pet of mine. It's a green worm or caterpillar. I take it to class for, oh, about the first quarter. Hey, Bill. Yes. No, that's stuffed in like. It's stuffed? Yeah, it it's isn't not really real? a caterpillar. Gee, it was, it was moving just Oh, right. I get it. You're trying to make a point of some sort. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's, Sorry. Uh, it sort of epitomizes the way most people think, kind of slow and green and, and a little bit ugly. So I, I try to show them that uh, through creativity, uh, they can change their thinking styles so it becomes something beautiful. And that's, and that's what worms do is they eventually, you know, eventually crack out Eventually the of Velcro it. comes apart. The Velcro comes apart of the worm yeah. every time. And out comes, you know, a beautiful butterfly. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, oh, the audience loves the butterfly. Maybe not beautiful, but uh, well, you know. as soon as it pumps up, you know. We take what we can get. And then, um, uh, of course, during the course, we teach them how to pump them up, you know, so it, uh, it really works. So what's this crazy red thing? Well, that's Hoberman's expanding globe. Hoberman was an architect. He still is, in fact. He still practices. This is uh, not one of his practices, though, that 
This one works. This works. It looks yeah. a lot like a polyp I had removed. A polyp. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's probably smaller than the one you had uh, removed. Yeah. But uh, this thing uh, is really the taking of another idea and putting it together into sort of a geodesic dome thing, and it becomes fantastic. Uh, because you remember the old elevators where you grab the expanding metal door? Why, yes, I remember these. You remember those? I do. I do. Well, he took this idea, you know, and, uh, uh -oh. and did this one. So it's just going to be a tricky, holy cow. And it expands into... Uh, or, or not, see? <laughs> wow, that's marvelous. Isn't that something? I love that all to death. <laughs> and that's creativity at work. You take somebody else's idea, or you take something from the past, you put it together with something new, and you've got a new idea, and maybe it, it a new sort of, building. It sort of goes along with my coffee mug this evening. Yeah, sort exactly. Of <laughs> anyway, it's like uh, fungus in the refrigerator. Fungus in the refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Wow. Hey, wow, that's neat. Um, I've, I've also heard, uh, in addition to your lovely props, that you do something called a silly segment. A silly segment. Every time we meet, yes. Do you think it would be possible to do a silly to segment? To do a silly with segment the, with here? With the audience? With the audience. That would be possible, sure. Okay. Well, how do Did we Did you have one in mind? <laughs> oh, 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 this one. This up? one here. Oh, this audience. This I see. One will yes. Do. We could work with this well, audience. Well, let's do this. Let's do it. All right. What, one of the things we do in a silly segment is, uh, is to loosen up and to try to become more childlike. So. Uh, this audience will have a much trouble because they all look like children out there anyway. But Ooh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but uh, if you could sort of turn to the person next to you and take take your your right hand and put it over your head in the audience, uh, over like this. Uh, everybody, put their right hand over your own head. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then then you bring it down over your nose, and then you pull up on your nose and open your mouth and go. And that's the bat face, and that's sort of a silly segment, and I swear, if you do this at a restaurant, you will get the waiter's attention, believe me. Well, that calls for some rice. Would you like some rice, by chance? Would I, by chance? Uh, no, but, but I'll take it if you've got it. Well, we got some rice. There you go. All right, thank you. Um, well, that's great. You, and you also get a lot of, I've heard you got a lot of me media coverage for all these things that you Well, yeah, do. as a matter of fact, uh, over the past 10, 15 years, we've had, uh, uh, oh, various uh, projects on television uh, year after year. One of the first ones that got on TV was when uh, we had to had the students design an apparatus that would throw a water balloon at a target, and I was the target. So you were the target. I was the target, yeah. And I learned from that that Sounds you painful. never do that within 25 feet of the object. <laughs> that was a, a very dangerous uh, part of the uh, were, of, were, of were the you lacerated? I was, uh, if you ever been hit by a water balloon from 25 feet uh, that's been stretched probably 30 feet in the other direction, uh, it's like a cannonball. They really don't break. They just sort of take you with them. <laughs> Ow. Then we did one where they had to uh, design a, a way to walk across Lake Laverne without getting wet, and that was kind of a challenge. See, I try to give them projects which they can't, can't succeed at, so they're going to fail anyway, right? Yeah. That's and that's part well, of the I mean, when they do, when they don't fail, how do you grade on this stuff? When they don't fail, yeah, well, we, we can work it in if they don't fail, yeah. That's a tough one, but we, we, we work with that. Okay. We've also done things like Rolling Stones, you know, where they had to roll down the hill, change form, and there has to be one student aboard, whatever it was, in the process. Or we've slept out all night uh, on campus, beneath the Campanile, and in cardboard boxes of our own design, like the homeless. And, it was a March night that was 29 degrees and a 25-mile-an-hour wind. Why, Bill, that's silly. Ew, it was memorable. 
And that clock gongs every 15 minutes, did you ever? Yeah, I bet. I bet that thing really stinks. Okay, one, one last question for you. Yeah. Does ordinary Iowa fit, fit the mold? In, in, in your opinion, does this, this particular show, does it fit the mold? Do you think we would fail? I think if you're talking about the same kind of mold I was when we were talking about the refrigerator, you're in there. All right. We're mold. That's good to know. That's <laughs> yeah. good to know. I'm well, uh, excellent. Mr. Boone, uh, thank you for coming out to the lovely program. And uh, we shall talk to you after this break that we're going to go to right now. I grab my props and run. Thank you. Are we through? driving drunk, who will? Do whatever it takes. And yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming back to the show. Mm. Um, speaking of rice and the Kung Fu show, that was a really big bite. Um, we are going to now take a look at what is called the Kung Fu Epic.
You will hand over the purse, or perish! You have no chance. The purse is mine. I will have to defeat you then. You are no match for my kung fu. You will die by my blazing fist, you worthless duck. Aha! Uh -huh. Box! <laughs> <laughs> You cannot defeat me! Oh, I see! You are more powerful than I anticipated! Oh, you fool! I'll even come for you now! Oh, where's that boy at? I want my purse back! I hope he's alright! Touch up that! You have been a worthy opponent. However, you have been defeated. I will give this back now. I'm never doing anything nice again. Thank you, young man. You have a very nice day. <laughs> Hi. I'm going to read you a story. One freaking rubber ducky, OK? Huh? Let's go. Oh my god, look at this guy. He's naked and he's got a rubber ducky. Oh my god, what is he doing, huh? One freaking rubber ducky. And he's got two freaking roller skates in the red, huh? And three birthday cakes? Who has three birthdays on the same day? I don't know. This guy does, I guess. Four friendly goldfish? They're freaking friendly. And they're goldfish, huh? Five jelly sandwiches. Who eats five? I don't know. I don't care. Let's get to the end. The end's a good part, okay? Let's get here. Okay, eight, nine, nine, eight, eight, nine, oh. Ten. Ten tiny Tweedlebugs. What's a Tweedlebug? Huh? And there's ten of them. Why are they ten? I don't know. He's got ten of them. I don't know. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for that lovely, lovely rendition of One Rubber Ducky. Uh, that's just great. Um, hey, that's fabulous. Uh, what's next up on this exciting, lovely show? Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes. Now I know. Um, our, our good friend, uh, Chris Bradshaw, who's also our announcer, uh, period hi, shut up. Uh, periodically he thinks and, and he sits on his toilet. And we're not very proud of it, but he still does it, and we let him do it. So let's go to Chris and some of his thoughts. <coughs> 
Dear Mom, just thinking of you here. By the way, you'll be glad to know they decided to drop the charges. I'll never be doing that out in public again. I feel so sheepish. Get it? Sheepish? Anyway, everything's going great. Everyone's having a good time here, and I'm working really hard on the show. I mean, sure, Fritz is a slave driver and doesn't let us eat meals. Pete, the sound guy, I think is dead. And we have some crazy guy and some mouse telling us to kill people. I, I don't know if I can go on here. I, it, it, I, I don't like it. But uh, anyway, you know, I, I, I know I have to do the work and, and, and get, get the grades and, and do all that fun stuff if I ever want to achieve my goal of being the next Chevy Chase of late night. But I just don't know if I can do it with all these, these bad people here. But maybe I should just follow in Dad's footsteps. Stodial Arts, that's the way to go. Just cleaning toilets and urinals. Wait, am I... Why would I want to do that? Ah! Oh, geez, that's, that's real nice. Um, we're going to go to uh, another break now, and uh, we'll see you back here with uh, Dr. Hector Avalos. Host Fritz Eucher and the Midwest most deranged television production crew for the late night TV adventure of your lives. Meet marvelous and interesting people. Go to exotic, faraway lands. Indulge in the neurotic intoxication that is Iowa. Ordinary Iowa, 8 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays, only on STV9. Trees. Make a world of difference between sand and dirt and shaded parks for baseball, picnics, and quiet walks. Between steamy, sun-baked streets and friendly, shady neighborhoods, trees make a world of difference. Between drab and unpleasant places and Tree City USA's, where it's a pleasure to live every day. To learn about Tree City USA, write the Arbor Day Foundation. Support Tree City USA and let trees make a world of difference for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, gracious, gracious studio audience. Whoa, gracious studio audience. Sorry. Um, um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Guest, guest, guest. Um, we we generally have two of them. <laughs> thank you. Um, our next guest um, is a uh, professor in both religious studies, Latino studies, I believe. I mean, he can verify this himself. Um, let's welcome our second guest to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, aren't you glad it's Dr. Hector Avalos? <laughs> welcome to the show, sir. Uh, how nice of you to join us here on this, this well, lovely show. Thank you very much. Did you see the new chair I got? Oh, I did. I did. I yeah. liked it. It's a beauty. Very much so, yeah. Um, Your leg uh, is looking a lot better, I must say. Yeah, I, I know. Ever since I worked on it last time. Yes, I know. You're good at that. Oh, yeah. you're, you're very good at that. Uh, Mr. Avalos, what do you do here at the university? Well, I am uh, assistant professor of religious studies. So I got that one right? Yes. Okay. I do all of the Bible courses. And I'm also the chair of the Latino Studies program. And you're also now turned on. And also turned on, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm attracted to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
All right, here you go. Funny. That's pretty good. He said, he said he'd be funny on the phone. He said he'd be funny. No, I'm the chair of the Latino Studies program and do the Bible courses here. Okay. And so uh, anything you want to know about the Bible, uh, yeah, you know, where non, can I non, a, non where can I get a copy? Well, uh, actually, uh, I, I don't know. I hotels across the land? That's right, in okay. hotels across that's, the land. That's good enough for me. And of course, my, my specialty is interpretation and how um, perceptions and uh, presuppositions as, you know, a, uh, can affect interpretation and perception of reality. Hmm. For example, Fritz, uh, yes. uh, say, guess a number between 1 and 10. And, um, okay. Um, a whole number. Uh, yeah, a whole number, not, not a fraction between. <laughs> say, I, I one, really like fractions. One in ten. Okay, I, I got it. Okay. Now, why don't you tell me uh, the number? Why, why it's seven, Dr. Avalos. Seven? My yeah. goodness. Could that be it? Yeah, that's the number. Yeah, see, right. so. Oh, that's yeah, uh, yes, uh, you know, the uh, presuppositions uh, affected your interpretation of reality. So, uh, so, so basically, we can change anything we want. Oh, we can do change anything we want. Of course, my props are from the, uh, not as as good as, Bill's uh, over there. They're from the Bob Dole campaign. Um, <laughs> of course not. And we know how good he was at reading Motor's mind. Um, <laughs> I get it. Yes, I get it. Uh, anyway, okay. So into into this whole uh, religion uh, Bible thing. Yes. Um, I I happen to know from a source. Uh, probably, usually my sources are uh, reliable ones, like rumor and small children. But uh, <laughs> this time from a different source, that uh, when you were about uh, seven or eight, you were doing something that maybe most seven or eight-year-olds were not doing. Could you tell our lovely viewing audience what that might have been? Well, I was a faith healer. I, uh, uh, you know, I was born in Mexico and came to Arizona. And during most of my childhood, I was a Pentecostal faith healer. Uh, you know, the, like Jimmy Swaggart. But smaller. Uh, but smaller. And more and, agile. And, yeah, and, and, and not as rambunctious yeah. as Jimmy Swaggart. And I, I was a little straighter than Jimmy Swaggart. I, I didn't have some of the vices that you might have heard. He <laughs> well, had. you know, you were seven. Yes, I was seven. And he had some years on you. That's right. I, I, I looked, but I, I never, never went beyond that. Okay. But yes, I, I was a faith healer. And uh, so that's how I got my talent. And do, how, do, you still, do you still have it in you? That's what, that's what I wanted to know. Well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I did a pretty good job with your leg last time. How, how has it been? Well, yes, that's, this is true. Uh, Dr. Avalos once extended one of my legs because one was longer than the other. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't do the same for his ratings here. But, right, uh, that's, that's <laughs> bad. Yes. Um, would you be willing, perhaps, maybe you can sense someone out in the audience who might need uh, some Well, I, I, I don't know, Fritz. Uh, is your leg all right? Or my you, leg is fine. Uh, anybody have a uh, leg that's a little shorter than the other? I can work on that. Anybody want to? Try that. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, let's see who. Um, Dave, Dave, come here. You look like you got some serious problems. Dave, Dave Beeson, one of the writers for the show. Um, he, I can just smell it a mile away. Oh, you can smell it. Huh? Yeah. Well, we we need him to sit in a chair, of course. Okay. Well, we'll give uh, you, we'll you, give him. Uh, sure, we can do that. That chair. That chair's fine. Great. That, there you um, go, Dave. I'm, I'm sure this will be nice. I'll just yeah. sit back casually and watch. Well, <laughs> as you can see, if you can have. And pull this way, and extend your legs as much as you can. There. Uh, let's let's raise yeah, them up a little. Yeah. You can see how one is obviously shorter than the other. That's true. Now, by simply calling on um, 
any deity. Oh, do you, can you think of a deity? Like, uh, um, say, Marilyn Manson. Ethel Merman? Marilyn Manson, in the name of Marilyn Manson, we're going to straighten out and have these legs even. Why, you can see now they are perfectly... Yes, sorry. So, how do you feel, Dave? You, you feel good? Can you I walk? Feel great. Oh, can you walk? Great. Look at him walk. He, he, I can walk. <laughs> That's great. Wow, that was really that was really marvelous to yeah. see such a healing on our very sure. little podunk show here. Now, you got something in the bag. It looks well. Like. Again, these are mm. Bob Dole props. Oh man, he's a uh, he's insane. He, so we got some again. Uh, and, my specialty uh, is how presuppositions affect interpretation and perception of reality. Okay. We uh, should probably move the rice at this point. Yes. Uh, have two boxes here. You box know, a, a and box B. Box A and B, of course. Now, uh, on the basis of hearing, I want you to tell me which one has items in it. Okay. Okay. All right. Now well, we're on gonna, the basis of hearing. I'm going to mix them around. Which one had the... Well, it seemed to me that A, perhaps. This has, one. Yes, that one. This one. No, it doesn't have anything in it. Now, let's mix them around. Which one do you have? Which one has stuff in it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe the one that you shake with... with uh, A or B. Uh, I have two choices. A or B. A. <laughs> nope. Nope. Fritz is an idiot. I think it's... it's Fritz it's, is it's, a complete fool. Yeah, it's a B. I think it's oh, B. Oh, yeah. But let's switch it around again. Okay. Now, are you sure? Which one is it? I think it's C, actually. C? <laughs> no, not a choice. Oh, man, B. B, B, B. No. No, see, your hearing is totally affected by your presuppositions. Oh. Well, I can do something. Maybe it's that. the rice. No, I, yes. I'm not going to stick a chopstick no, in no, here don't, for, don't for do the that. show. I do a lot of stuff for the show, but I'm not sticking a chopstick oh, okay. in here. Oh, OK. Yeah, it, it affected my hearing on mm. this side. Wow. Uh, um, so, oh, also you're, you're, you're uh, all kinds of crazy into Latino studies here at the <laughs> university. Uh, tell us about that. Well, it's a program that started in 1994 in the spring and uh, started with Introduction to Latino Studies. Now we have added uh, sociology of Latinos, literature, religious themes and literature. Uh, and pretty soon we have a search going on now for a faculty member in U.S. Latino literature which we hope will culminate is it, soon. Is it possible that I could assume that position? Oh, it's possible, yes, yes. yes. I, I love positions and you know, oh, yes. titles and... That's so. right. So, so, okay, so Latino Studies program mm -hmm. that's picking up here at Iowa State University. That's of right. Course, and uh, by the looks of her, we're almost done. Oh, but yes. anyway, um, so uh, look into it, everybody. Which camera? That one? Look into it. That one. Anyway, uh, Dr. Avalos, thank you very much for joining us Thank today. you. Uh, exciting legs healed and whatnot. That's right. Uh, we're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Do you find how to sound to give you When you have the power to change the world. I can change the world one child at a time. I know I can make a difference in those children's lives. I teach. I teach. Yes, they're teachers, but to the kids they reach, they're heroes. I teach. Do you have the power to wake up young minds, to be someone's hero? Teach, to make an impact on our future. Call 1-800-45-TEACH. Be a teacher, be a hero.
home safe. Remember to strap yourselves in with your safety belts. You don't want to end up like Eddie. <laughs> Belt up. Don't be a dummy. How are you doing? Do you suffer from reclusiveness? Are you ugly, fat, disgusting, repulsive? Do you have toe rot, back rot, butt rot, back rot? Did I say back rot? Do you have shoulder rot? Are you suffering from hair loss? Do you have too much hair? Well, hello, my name is Dwayne Sharp, and I'm here to tell you you don't have to feel that way anymore because it's all manual labor. That's right, my name is Dwayne Sharp, and even though I haven't done a bit of manual labor in my entire life, I am here to tell you that I am the mark of beauty, and it's all because of the Sexy Mop 2000. That's right, the Sexy Mop 2000 from Sharpco Companies. The Sexy Mop 2000 is the first step into the 21st century because the Sexy Mop 2000 not only adds to your vernacular beauty, but it doesn't detract from it like other companies' mops. Diane, would you like to test out the Sexy Mop 2000, please? Diane is going to take some long, sexy mopping strokes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, as you'll notice, the mopper, the moppy, the mop, and the floor all become one seamless, sexy streak. <laughs> That's real good mopping, Diane. She's been practicing that all day. Now, that's all because of the Sexy Mop 2000's patented center of gravity control system. That's right, the Sexy Mop 2000. Now, don't just believe Dwayne Sharp, that's me. Let's hear a valued customer and see how happy he is. Valued customer, are you there? Uh, hello? Yes, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name's Epic Glickman. I'm from Southern California. Hello, Abby. Tell us your story. I just called to tell you how much my wife and I love our sexy mop, and we owe it all to you. Well, thank you very much, Abby. Before we got the sexy mop, chores around the house were a real bore, and our romantic life was suffering. Then we got sexy mop, and change has been more than dramatic. We have found new ways to love each other through our housekeeping. Each of us has dropped 50 pounds, and now Cheryl's expecting. Well, congratulations. I'm always happy to hear from a valued customer. Thank, thank you very much, Abby. Thank, thank you, Dwayne. And Congratulations on that baby. Good luck. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, how much could this possibly cost? Well, most sexy mops cost around $300, but we're going to waive the advertising fee. Now we're looking at $200 to $150. We'll look at the lower price, $150. We're going to cut that in half to $75. We're going to take a pen and paper, write $75 down, chew it up and spit it out the window, because right now the sexy mop is only going to be $29.95. That's right, $29.95 for the sexy mop. That's not all. We're not only going to give you the sexy mop, we're going to give you the beauty bucket, a free gallon of water, and the sensuous sponge. Are there any questions? I said, are there any questions? Uh, something I'd like to bring up, Dwayne. <laughs> What's that, Diane? Um, there, there's something I'd like to bring up, Dwayne. I bet there is. All right, the sensuous sponge. This is the sponge that not only washes, but this is the kind of sponge that your boyfriend calls up and says, honey, aren't you spending too much time with that sponge? This is the kind of sponge that your mother doesn't want you bringing home for dinner. Thank you, Diane. This is the kind of sponge that on Friday night, when you've called everybody else and they're not home, this sponge is home, and you know it'll give you an easy clean. <laughs> How come feeling clean feels so dirty? Now, <laughs> then there's those times you come home and the sensual sponge is gone. Your neighbor says, I think I saw your sensual sponge with your dust rag. And that's all right, because things like that happen. I'm sorry. Call 1-600-SEXY-MOP. That's right, 1-600-SEXY-MOP to get the mop, the beauty bucket, the gallon of water, and the sensuous sponge. That's right, the sensuous sponge. 
Flashing the number. Is it up? Are the camera's off? <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, thank you, Duane, with that lovely, lovely resume. Yeah, I'm talking to Renat getting those. Um, oh gosh, so Kung Fu Show uh, is still in effect, of course, and I know everybody's enjoying the intense Kung Fu action. Mm. That's right. So, uh, you know, a couple days ago, I was uh, in, in preparation for the show because I spend a lot of time preparing for the show. I don't do stuff just right before the show ever. Um, I was preparing for the show and, of course, expecting a kung fu battle like we saw in the beginning. And now uh, we're going to take a look at the, the cause behind my uh, ultimate success there against the oppressors and whatnot. Uh, so we're going to actually go now and look at how I could maneuver and manage such an, an amazing task as defeating Russ, blah, 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 blah. Let's take a look at that. exercise your courage and your endurance for television, Fritz. Good, son. Very good. national television series. If Yan can cook, so can you, Fritz. No obstacle is too strong.
Hey, where's my dub over there? Give me a dub over. I am a very bad host. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was worse than a toilet pack. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, apparently, I guess, uh, well, I'm going to eat a little rice here. But that's how, I, that's how I win all my kung fu battles. And I had nothing to do with that script. Anyway, um, we're going to go, sorry, pardon my ricine, but we're going to go to another break eventually. And um, then we're going to see a commercial or something. I don't know. And Did you no, bring enough for everyone, Fritz? No. I think we have rice, but there's some more. I gave, tried to offer Bill Boone some rice, and he didn't want any. Do you want some now? Yeah. Maybe during the break. OK, well, we're going to go to a break. And we'll come right back to Ordinary Iowa after that. Thank you. After a while, she introduced herself. Oh, Vince, they're really cracking down on safety belts these days. Uh, what's up, officer? I'm giving you a ticket for committing an anal of Safety belt violation. Compliments of Barney Fife. We never wear safety belts. We're dummies. Weisenheimers. He gave us a ticket. Man's got to do what he's got to do. <laughs> Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Looking gorgeous, handsome Hunkley, posing. Say a few words. <laughs> Who are you? Look at this outfit. If you don't stop someone from driving drunk, who will? Say cut. Do whatever it takes. What do you want me to do? Live and direct from the Swampy Marsh Wasteland, it's Calypso Now with your host, Walter Kurtz. Hi. Welcome to Calypso Now. I'm your host, Walter Kurtz. Today's grand prize is an all-expenses-paid trip to the jungles of Cambodia. Now, let's meet our guests. Charlie, you are a captain on a luxury cruise liner. How long have you been doing that? About three months, Walt. Any advice for audience members that are planning a trip? Never get out of the boat, man. You gotta remember, never get out of the boat! See, our next doomed contestant is Arvin. Arvin, you are a corporate axe man. Can you tell us exactly what you do? I terminate. Terminate with extreme prejudice. <laughs> okay. Let's play the game. Question one is for Arvin. Are you ready? Yeah. Arvin, if you were a common house plant, what plant would you be? A fern. I'm sorry, but that is an incomplete answer. Question now goes to Charlie. He would be a mangled and chewed up fern with pieces thrown about the room, Walt. Judges? Yeah. Correct. You may choose a finger. Left index finger, please. Ah! Are you an assassin? I'm a grocery clerk sent to collect the bill. How much? 
Well, it's time for our lightning round. Grab your buzzers. I'll ask you a series of questions. You'll have two seconds to answer. If you answer incorrectly, or refuse to answer, you receive 16 amps of electricity. Are you ready? Here we go. How many leaves were in the Yukon on December 12th? Um, uh. What color am I thinking of? White. Blue. Sorry, I was thinking of off-white. <laughs> what color are my marbles? Blue. White. They're orange. <laughs> Recite the first 20 words of Homer's Iliad. Um, uh... How many of each animal did Moses take on the ark? Two. Two. Wrong. Moses didn't have an ark. No one did. <laughs> now our final question. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Huh? Well, that about does it for today's contestants. Join us next time. My guest will be Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Calypso Now is a Junker Sajak production. All contestants must pass stringent eligibility and electromagnetic requirements. No animals were harmed in the filming of this show and were 90% post-consumer product. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, thank you for that lovely uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're about ready to wind up this crazy show of ours. Uh, it's been an exciting five minutes. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I, don't, I can't handle that much time. No, any good jokes, Fritz? Oh. No. Um, well, There's a revelation. Yeah, let me consult my card. No cameras? No. That's great. No cameras on the show. What are we going to do with no cameras? Nothing. We can't do anything. I don't know. Um, for those of you people out there, those of you, that doesn't make any sense, but those people out there who are watching and don't have cable, um, we will be airing, if that was funny, uh, we'll be airing the show uh, in the M Shop in the Memorial Union Fridays uh, at 3.34 and 23 seconds promptly. That's right, every Friday in the M Shop at 3.34 and 23 seconds. All your favorite episodes of Ordinary Iowa. Um, in addition to that, uh, like I said, we do have a web page. And it will be operating in uh, due time, so bear with us. Just keep checking the crazy thing. It doesn't cost you a dime. Uh -uh. Uh, it'll be lovely, I'm sure. Uh, we, got all, we got a big team of mice working on it. Um, also, <laughs> sorry. Uh, also the, uh, of course, after spring break, uh, the second week of Hey, who's got the beeping watch? <laughs> it breaks my concentration. <laughs> oh, hi, Tom. Um, the Ordinary Iowa Marathon, of course, as you all know. All those shows you missed, and we're really sorry. Uh, that's right. Uh, we'll be starting those the second week of the... Hi. Hi. It's, it's Tom. Tom Pepper, the director. Um, anyway, uh, the Ordinary Iowa Marathon, as I was saying, the second week of, of uh, after we come back from break, uh, 
Beginning on Monday the 24th, in fact, we will be airing episodes one through five that whole week, and the following week, the Monday, we'll be airing this show, and the next day, Tuesday, will be followed by the live seventh show ever produced. Ordinary Iowa Inferno. That's right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. It's kind of weird seeing uh, uh, director the director. I mean, who's running the show? <laughs> I don't know. Um, tell, tell me, Tom, how much time do we have left? Do, do you guys know? I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, there, there are rumors. Now, don't quote me on this, and I hope that I don't get in trouble for saying this. But um, we're thinking about having perhaps uh, our good friend Dr. Abian back on the net. Now, we haven't asked Dr. Abian if he would come back, but we're going to ask Dr. Abian if, if, he, if, he, if he would come back perhaps to the show. She's trying to freak me out. Oh, I know what's happening. I was supposed to measure the crew. Okay, Tom, go ahead and stand up. And um, if you could just step on this down there, maybe. Um, yeah. Looks like Tom's about, uh, about uh, 177 centimeters. Uh, Mr. Kurtz. Now, Fritz. Yes. I, I, have, a, I have a small announcement to make. I know. This, this isn't quite the... And, he's, he's coming in about 184 centimeters. This isn't quite the appropriate time to do this, but as of, as of now, despite my uh, campaign manager skipping town on me... <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. What are you doing? Quick. I'm running for mayor. That's right. Yeah. Tyler Utes, November 1997, mayor for the city of Ames. It's about time the students have to work. Incredibly 